from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Steve. Yeah, we are the Forum for the Fans, the Bleed Blue Show, Nickabaka Avenue Fan Forum. You like, what? Nickabaka Avenue Fan Forum on a Tuesday? Well, yeah, that's right. Uh... Had to do a little switch of rules. Uh, we had an open week for the hockey. We'll be back next Tuesday for that, coming off our vacation. But uh, I, out of the favor, out of the uh, hand of the great Nickabaka Ab, I said, hey, homie, let's, you know, got an open slot Tuesday. Can't do Wednesday. And he was like, well, you know, maybe we could push it back a little bit so we could discuss what happened uh, within the last two weeks, man. Um with the NBA and the Donovan Mitchell, I saw it from afar. I've been on the go like crazy. So, long story short, you know where I. You, if you know me by now, you know where I stand. Uh, this episode, or maybe the next time we come on for the hoops, maybe we come on next week to double down and get more into the divisions. But I really wanted to drill the point of never ever believing what you read on social media. We go with your gut, go with your thought process, and the whole Donovan Mitchell things just sound like bullshit from the jump. Well, not not bullshit, but just too good to be true, and, and it really breaks my heart because Knicks fan. I mean, all fans do this, but Knicks fans are really like gold gloves with it. They're really champions of. The rumor mill, man. I, 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 it's just something about that wasted a lot of time and energy to discuss this. So we only have a half hour to discuss this with Nickelbacker Avin and Dominic was with us here on a Tuesday, man. Av, what's up, man? Say hello, man. And I definitely wanted you to jump in real quick. How you doing, bro? Hey, what's going on, Steve? <laughs> man, uh, what a time to take the hiatus. And now we're back here to kind of like, now that the, the, the dust has settled, let's... Let's rap about this real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, 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 we can rap about it for sure, man. And of course, the great Dominic is with us, Donato DP. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Good evening, Stephen. What's up, Av? It's good. All right. And uh, calling from upstate. I'm not exactly sure who's this. Who's this? What's going on? How you doing? Don't worry about who this is, man. Just do the show. Was that Chandler? Chandler, call back. Chandler, Chandler, call back. Chandler, come back. We had to dis. We had to disconnect. Chandler, call back. We're gonna get Chandler on, man. We gotta get him on. Um, go ahead, far away. We'll bring on Chandler. Uh, that was his sound like his voice, but uh, uh, that definitely uh, sounded like Chandler to me. (laughs) And um, you know, it's it's great to hear. It's great to hear his voice for you know. It's been it's been a while. So the dust is settled, folks. Before you go, before you go on, here we go. Sorry about that. We got to disconnect. Chandler, what up, man? It's been a minute. Why you hang up on me, man? Really? No, it got disconnected. It got disconnected. It got disconnected. Wow. What up, man? What's up, man? Not much. I'm good, man. Just to deal with some health stuff. That's all. Oh, man. Man, that's been a running theme, man. Believe Blue Show Challenge. We get the Nickelback of Apple. will tell you all about that, man. Please put a promo on it and give me your thoughts on 
the whole shit, the whole bullshit, man. Everybody was going through. Like we're not here, we're not here on the Bleed Blue show. We're not the Nickelback Avenue fan forum. Then go to Dom and get Chandler. We're gonna knock this out in twenty five minutes. Well, uh, real quick, Chandler, the Bleed Blue show challenge is: I want all of our stakeholders to continue to post their physical um, successes throughout their day, throughout their week, throughout their month. You know, as I'm going through a, um, a, a huge um, change in my life, I, I've lost over 140 pounds. And so and I'm still trying to lose more. Um, I'm posting my, you know, little, you know, little bits and tidbits of, you know, everything that I'm doing, whether I'm walking, whether I'm in the gym, whether I'm running, it doesn't matter. I, I don't care what it is. It doesn't, doesn't matter. There's no feet too small. I want people to post it with the hashtag Bleed Blue Show Challenge. So please, if, if if you have any of those things going on, if if you put in two hours to the gym, or you you know, or or you know, you're, you're putting in some steps, post them. Everything, anything about physical fitness to better yourself, you know, it's time to start celebrating our us instead of just celebrating the athletes that we follow. Um, so the dust is settled, folks. Donovan Mitchell is finally off the table, and to be honest with you, bro, I've never been. So damn relieved to not get a player. I've never been so relieved. And, you know, I wanted Mitchell here. I really did. And some of the asking prices that you hear the rumor mills spewing out, it's like some of them are just like ridiculous to some of them being like, why? And then the other one, and then of course the, the final, the final price that actually been, Three first-round picks unprotected, two pick swaps, Laurie Markkinen, um, Colin Sexton, and Obagi. So really, so, so really, please don't give up four first-round picks because he was a first-round pick last year. And so many Knicks fans, you know, it's, they're up and down on this one, you know, across the Nickelback Nation, and, and, and with, you know, with good reason. Some of them, you know, really were saying that, like you said, Steve, are champions of the keyboard when it comes to rumors, when it comes to posting, when it comes to discussing, when it comes to, you know, analyzing, you know, bullshit, because that's really what it was. And then to give you a quick reaction when when the news finally hits, you know, hits the fan and people understand, we're not getting it. Folks, this is the way I see it. What Cleveland gave up would not have been the same if it were the Knicks because the Knicks have a lot more young pieces and a lot and, and a lot more assets that Ainge was really going to be asking for. Furthermore, the draft picks that Cleveland just gave up, they're not going to really need much. Given Cleveland has gotten the number one pick in the lottery three out of the, three times in the last twenty years. That's not. That's actually true, but the reality is, is that if now Cleveland is Donovan Mitchell in the fold, and if you listen to us the last few weeks, especially Dominic, he had Cleveland up pretty high in, in, in terms of probably winning their division and, and, and being a powerhouse in the Eastern Conference. How much better are they now? They're great in the short term. I don't know how it's going to work in the long term because who knows if Mitchell's going to want to stay there after his three years are up, and who knows what his value is. But at this point, folks, count your blessings. 
that the Carmelo Anthony trade did not repeat itself. Because that was the one thing that people compared it to. You compared it to the Carmelo Anthony trade. Because we get, cause if you remember what we gave up then, Gallinari, Chandler, Belton, Moskov, draft picks, it works. The Knicks didn't do that this time. And now to think about what that would do going forward, especially going into the trade deadline. And, and I, I mean, I know what everyone's saying these days. You know, play the kids. It's, you know, you kept Grimes, you kept this guy, you kept that guy, you should play them. For those of you who are th- who already penciling in Quentin Grimes as your starting two guard, you're on crack. I'm sorry. He's not ready. I don't see him being ready to be a starting two guard in, on any team, let alone the New York Knicks. It's still Evan Fournier for me, unfortunately, but that's my default. <laughs> but, in, but in the meantime, look at what you build and look at who else is out there going to, who's going to become available in, in the upcoming months and in the upcoming year. The reality is Donovan Mitchell, to me, was never worth all that what Cleveland gave up for him. He definitely wasn't worth everything that the New York Knicks were going to offer offer Utah for. So, in all honesty, we dodged the bullet. Yes, we're going to play the kids, but we're not starting them all. Come on, I'll be realistic. But the but the very fact right. of the matter is is that we do have we do have a team, we do have a core. Training camp starts in a few weeks. Shut the fuck up. Stuck at the fuck up. Stop talking about the, about the we lost Mitchell and focus on the team that we have right in front of us because I'm always about the team with the name on the front anyway. But for Christ's sake, everybody, it's time to move on. It's been a week. We we shared our last year about Donovan Mitchell. Let's get on with the season. Let's go to Dominic and then go to Chandler. Dom, does Cleveland win the Central now? Let's let's go back and re- reassess the Central a little bit. What are your thoughts on on the fiasco? And then get Chandler's thoughts. It's, it's kind of funny because I had them right up there the last time we spoke without Donovan Mitchell. But that being said, this is the one time that I have to sort of push back. Because we, we can't compare the Knicks going in for this guy as we did with Carmelo Anthony. Because right now, even if the Knicks gave up three unprotected, one protected, whatever, and they were looking at role players, Cleveland gave up starters, starting players to get this one guy to make what? Their team better. This is the part that hurts me, guys. I wasn't in. I wasn't for it. I wasn't against it. But the part that hurts me is a team like Cleveland on the come up outshines the New York Knicks. I don't care what anybody says about after the fact. Danny Ainge was sticking it to the Knicks because of that. No, because if you remember, guys, during this whole fiasco, you never heard Donovan Mitchell talk. You didn't have you didn't hear him blaring. I want out. They did this. I want out. I want out now. No, the Jazz had a plan when they got rid of Gobert that they was going to have a yard sale. Donovan Mitchell was going to be a part of said yard sale. That was the fact. Anything else you heard after that is mixed for clicks. So that I don't believe. Not that I believe anything, mm-hmm. but that one I really don't believe. But would you look at what the Knicks could have and should have gave up? 
And whether, again, guys, we're not in the room, whether Leon Rose folded, held on to his assets, because here's the scary thing, guys, with all the assets that we have, we don't just have assets. We have a log jam at damn near every position. So if we could have parlayed some of these young players, we would have less of a log jam. It would have gave them more opportunity to shine. And we would have got the player that some say we needed that would probably draw maybe another player and would get us at least in the playoffs, maybe even in the playoffs without a plan. I don't know, guys, I ain't putting the car before the horse. All I'm saying is when you look at what Cleveland gave up, the Knicks could have gave up just as much more younger players because guess what? Is other than them signing, they actually did sign a trade with Sexton. The possibility of them keeping marketing and the other kid that's on a rookie deal might be slim to thin. So at the end of the day, they got Colin Sexton and some draft picks. They're winning. They're winning. Utah got what they wanted. <laughs> Cleveland got what they wanted. And ironically, Cleveland was on the come up last year. And this just, it takes them away, again, not to get with it, it takes them away from maybe that crazy system they was going with, with the three bigs, which, got to be honest, guys, was effective for them last year. It worked. But now they don't have to do that. Now they can go basic, two bigs, forward, uh, two guard, a point guard. And and their backcourt is definitely better than it was last year. And I think they brought Rubio back. So, they they won this, guys. They actually won this trade. And whether you want to believe it or want to rest on your laurels that the Knicks didn't need this guy, they didn't need to do this, we lost. We we lost out on a player that, that could have made us a lot better, without a doubt, and maybe kind of sort of showed that this can be a place for people to come. I don't know, guys. I think, to me, at the end of the day, I'm kind of insulted that Cleveland outdid New York. Cleveland, a franchise that couldn't get out their way for years, is all of a sudden in the damn driver's seat in the Eastern Conference. I, I don't get it, guys. I, I wish them nothing but the best. Don't get me wrong. But it's a missed opportunity for the Knicks. That's all I'll say on that. Cool, cool. And without Joe, LeBron James or Park, Cleveland well, in the driver's seat without LeBron or Kyrie Irving. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't look at it like that, but I understand why you guys are saying that. But let's get Chandler's thoughts, and I'll, I'll chime in, and then we can get thoughts uh, to wrap up. Go ahead, Chandler. What's up, man? What's your thoughts on all this stuff? Those cars for Cleveland. This is a great trade. Um, Lori Markman is a role player. He was starting for them because he has the ability to score, but you know he won't shoot for whatever reason, won't rebound for whatever reason. He is a good role player if you put him in the right situation. Uh, we don't know what the rookie is going to be. So, basically, I think Don just said they got Kyle and Sexton and draft picks. That's a hell of a trade. Um, Donovan Mitchell gives them what they lost when everybody got hurt last year, which is somebody they know can put the ball in the basket, um, someone who can handle the ball, someone who can make free throws, someone who's played in big games. Now, you add that to what they already have with Jared Allen and the other, the other big kid and the rest of that team, that's a nice little squad. And actually, Cleveland is a better fit for him and his skill set. Now, as far as the Knicks, see, the reason I hate the comparison to Melo trade is 
Every song you gave up, God and Gallinari. I'm sorry, did they turn in the Hall of Famers or something? No, they did not. Wilson Chandler kept getting injured and kept getting suspended. So what did you really give up? You gave up that. The Knicks have that. They have that. You know, you re-signed injured Robinson. Why? I don't know. You were told on getting rid of Grimes instead of R.J. Barrett. You guys know I can't stand R.J. Barrett. So you were going to get Mitchell and play three small guards because that's always worked. The way the, the trade itself didn't make sense because of what the Knicks didn't want to give up. You didn't want to give up pieces that you should give up. You wanted to give up pieces you shouldn't give up, and then the people you're talking about the draft picks. If you get Mitchell, you are probably a six, five, six seed, which means your draft position ain't going to be that great. So whether those picks are protected or not don't matter. They're middle-of-the-road picks. The middle of, they're not they're going to be a lottery pick. It's not going to be a lottery pick. It's based on the Knicks' draft position, not the Jazz. So that unprotected pick won't matter if you're picking in the, in, in the late teens into the 20s, which is the point of trading for Mitchell. Now, I never thought Donovan Mitchell was a franchise changer. Let's be clear. I don't think he's a franchise changer. I don't think he's somebody who definitely changes the direction of your franchise. What I think he could have been was a step towards being a perennial playoff team. That's when you got to start, make the playoffs every year. And he starts saying, okay, now we want to win. You know, now that we're making the playoffs, we want to win championships. Those are, those are steps of progression. So now you're stuck with what, R.J. Barrett making $100 million? R.J. Barrett would take 40 shots to get 25 points? You gave Mitchell Robinson all that money so he can be injured half the season? And you still got Julius Randle who pops every time he don't get to shoot 15 times in a game. It makes no sense what they did. They needed to change this team. You still have the disappearing Frenchman who you never should have signed. You got rid of the ghost of Kemba Walker, and you got nothing in return. This, this, the Knicks lost is not because they didn't get Mitchell, but because they weren't willing to do something to change the dynamic of a mediocre team. Shout out to Chandler, man. Thank you very much, man. I'm going to be real quick so we can get uh, thoughts around so we can wrap up in the next 10 minutes. But I'm going to be honest, man. I don't think, I mean, unless you can forecast additional pieces coming to the roster, uh, I just didn't feel in my gut or think even with my brain that the Knicks would have gave up a lot of depth, and I don't think they were in position. I think, Dom, you said the best maybe four weeks ago. Like, if there was a, some sort of move that was going to help them, propel them to be a, a very a top uh, team in the in the conference, I, I, don't, I don't, it seems like a lateral move to me. Like, I like Donovan Mitchell as a player, but I, but I don't want to gut my team or depth to get him either just to say we're, we're still, what, the fourth best team in, the, in our own division. Like, I, I just don't see that it would have made the team that improved. So I'm kind of okay with that from that aspect. And, and I'm going to go back to you, what you said, Dom, um, about Cleveland. Like, listen, it, it makes sense. It makes total sense for them. Uh, we talked about it on the Central Division episode two weeks ago. And it makes – I mean, and Chandler just said it. The, it fits. Like, to me, Donovan fits what Cleveland needs, it, not necessarily what the Knicks need. It, sometimes I feel like sometimes if uh, a team makes moves just to make moves, and I'm not – 
for, and you've heard me say this before on this show over the years, like I'm not in the the realm of making a move just to make a move, just to, just to make the fan base feel good. It, it has to make sense. What Cleveland did made sense. And like you said, Dom, Sexton missed a lot of those games. And, and you talk about log jam. It was no probably no bigger log jam than Sexton and Garland in that backcourt. They're basically the same player with a rookie Rubio. So it makes sense for me or for Cleveland to, to go out and improve. Because to me, they were that, they're better than the Knicks on paper. And the, to me, it, that fit. Now you could probably say, okay, what's up with Milwaukee? What's up with Chicago? Even even more. You had a win in the division, uh, even before without Donovan Mitchell. And, hey, we can see that because they got young athleticism, Jared Allen's in the middle, a savvy veteran in love, whether he comes off the bench. And like like Chandler said, Markin is just a role player. Never feels never, never panned out in Chicago. You know he'll, he'll shoot a couple of threes, but they got a bunch of that already on that roster. So they to me they they came off and they need to make a step in the right direction. Nickelback, have anything else you'd like to say? And then and then we get some thoughts from Dominic to, to wrap up and Chandler, and then go back to you. But uh, uh, have anything else you'd like to say? To Chandler's point, I've been saying that same that same sentiment about the draft picks and the positioning. I've been saying that for years. That's why, you know, anytime that we keep on hearing the number of picks protected or unprotected or whatever the case may be, I wasn't like going, you know, oh, my God, that's our future. No, 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 we can't do that. Um, and what he said about some of the players that we should have let go, I 1,000% agree with him. So, yeah, the Knicks didn't lose, but they also didn't lose – you know, they didn't lose their, you know, their direction nor their sense, nor their sensibilities either because some of the asking prices, I mean, all the documented and reported asking prices that were being thrown out there, who knows how much of that was true. Again, Steve, you're the, you're, you're the king of this. You're always saying that. Don't believe everything you read. But if you happen to gaze down Twitter lane or down – Facebook Avenue, and you start to look at some of the craziness that, you know, in the ideas. And then the Knicks, you know, sticking to their guns, extended Mitchell Robinson, extended R.J. Barrett, and in the end, they lost out. But, hey, Knicks fans still have something to celebrate. It's the first time in 20-something years that a Knicks got extended beyond his rookie contract. And we got two of them done this this offseason. So kudos to Leon Rose for that one. But let's let's be realistic. Yeah, they did lose out on this trade. But that's not to say there's not a trade out there left. And with all the assets that uh, I, I'm still going to go back to it. We still have assets, and we still have at least half the season to play for some of these guys to increase their market value and increase their you, you know their tradeability and their appeal to another executive out there who's going to have a fire sale, who's going to have a disgruntled superstar or a disgruntled all-star, you know, maybe on the same level, if not maybe better than Donovan Mitchell, the Knicks can be a top contender for that one. But until, but at the same time, I agree with everybody. It didn't also make very much sense for the Knicks to make this deal, considering where they were versus where Cleveland is. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of I, I think some people were saying that early on in the Mitchell rumors is that this move doesn't make sense because it's not like he's going to bring us the championship and he wasn't. 
Does will he bring one to Cleveland? I don't think it does, but he definitely puts them in the conversation, at least in the Eastern Conference. He wouldn't have done that for the Knicks. And I think that, you know, it's just everything worked out the way it should have. Everything worked out, you know, for, you know, for the better. And now we as Knicks fans can focus on the team that we have and analyze them up until February when you know the trading deadline's coming around and there's going to be somebody who's going to have a fire sale and the Knicks are going to be up there. Cool, man. Shout-outs to Ev. And um, we got to get back to the Southeast Division probably next week. I'll figure out put some time on there. Uh, I'll have to skip the football show. I'll let Chris run with that. <laughs> Dominic, your Jets is playing this Sunday versus the Ravens. Oh, yeah, Chandler's Jets, too. But final thoughts, Dom, and uh, give us your thoughts on what happened with this Mitchell uh, fiasco and anything on your on your game green, man. However you look at the Donovan Mitchell thing, the Knicks lost the simple addition by subtraction because now they're going to have the same log jam they had before. They may not get that better. So now they're going to get more draft picks that we have to worry about who this pick is going to play over in the next two years, three years, four years, five years. We, we've done built all the assets we can. Danny Ainge basically turned Leon Rose into Danny Ainge. The, the know when to hold them, know when to fold them, and then you get caught with all the cards on the table and you're shit out of luck. So to have point of, the next team that may be having a yard sale, you know what? Did, did we play our hand? Did, did we actually play our hand by trying to hold all these cards? Cards that weren't. If, if you think Donovan Mitchell was not a franchise changer, then everyone the Knicks offered, or we heard they offered, weren't franchise changers either. And Cleveland proved that. Cleveland traded three non-franchise changing players to get the player they wanted and draft picks. Because you're right, Chandler's right, we're all right. We've said this for years. The draft picks are only good when you suck. So if you continue to suck, yeah, Utah wins. But that's not the object of making a trade. The trade is to get better and your draft picks get worse. So whether you want it, Donovan, I just look at the big picture, guys, that now we're still content with having – all these so-called assets that so far we haven't found nobody biting on them. You know, going into the draft, we were going to trade all these assets to move up in the draft and get that one player. Didn't happen. We were going to do it with Donovan Mitchell. Didn't happen. So now we're stuck. We're actually stuck. No knock against these kids. Hopefully they'll become great ball players, but they'll be role players, guys. We were looking at giving up role players for a star player. And whether we struck out, whether Leon Rose played the Kenny Rogers card, we'll never know. But now we still have a log jam, guys. And let the chips fall up where they may, guys. We're all still going to be Knicks fans. We're still going to be doing this every Wednesday. And we're still going to root on the Knicks. I just think it was an opportunity lost. And, again, guys, I was not for it or against it. But after seeing what Cleveland did, I feel slighted. Shout out to Don, man. Donato DP, man. Thank you very much. Chandler, welcome back. It's good to hear from you. Your final thoughts, and then, of course, Av. Jordan Clarkson, the Jazz are having a fire sale. Jordan Clarkson is still out there. Attack a draft pick <laughs> to Julius Randle. Send him to Sacramento. Uh, attack a draft pick to Evan Fournier. Let him go to the Jazz, and then they'll buy him out. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is a better fit on this team than Evan Fournier. 
there are moves they can make. Yes, they're going to have to attack the draft pick to get rid of Julius Randle. So what? He needs to go. Cole Sacramento, they're terribly wrong. Offering him in the draft pick, they'll give you something. Uh, Miles Turner has been on the block for two seasons. For whatever reason, and the Pacers do not want to rock with Miles Turner. They've been offering him to pretty much everybody for two seasons. Call up Sacramento. What do you want? Miles Turner is a game changer when you look at what he does. The Knicks need to do better than bring back the same team. This team is not good. This team is mediocre at best. They got to do better. So, uh, like you said, you got to do something. You can't, and and not for the sake of doing something, you need to get better as a team. And I don't see where they've gotten better by giving RJ Barrett $100 million. So, um, other than that, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Sorry I've been around. I've tried to do the best I can to be around, but I'm dealing with the early onset right now. So, when I can remember, when my lecture reminds me, I'll be here. Yo, it's great to hear from you, man. It's fantastic, man. Always dropping knowledge, man. It's, it's always good to hear that banter, Nickabaka, between Dom and uh, Chandler, man. It's, it's like the old good old days, man, right? <laughs> it, it, it absolutely is because, you know what? You know, when you got two knowledgeable fans who, you know, who knows, who knows this, this industry, this business, or this sport like they, like they do, and they look at it the way they do, man, you can learn so much. Even me at my age, I'm I'm learning shit every day, and, every, and this is why I get up, you know, specifically for you know for our little get-togethers. But now to my final my final thoughts. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to talk about boxing about the great um, Ruiz Ortiz fight, but um, that was a great time. We'll make we'll make we'll make a couple minutes. Please speak your piece, brother. And if anybody on the line wants to talk that, because we must talk about that. Feel free to get well, yeah. put on. So, 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 Johnny, you know, so Ruiz, the former heavyweight champion of the world, is now calling out Deontay Wilder, which which Steve called it. He, he, we all kind of kind of figured yeah. he would, but Steve called it adamantly. He's going to call out Wilder um, after you know after stopping Ortiz, and Ortiz has already fought Wilder twice and and, and failed at, at both attempts. Ruiz has already beaten Joshua. Now Tyson Fury is, is, is challenging Joshua, and, uh, well, the boxing scene, especially in the heavyweight division, has gotten a little bit more interesting over the last few weeks, and I'm, I can't be more excited about it because it's, it's a, the direct shot in the arm that we kind of need. But, man, what a great what – nice, what a good fight that we, that we had to see. It was entertaining. It, it, it kept my attention. It kept my suspense. Um you know, I was rooting for Ortiz, even though I knew Ruiz was the better boxer. But, man, that was a good fight. That was a good fight. What you thought, Steve? Yeah, I like them. You already know I like the fight, man. Uh, uh, they're both likable personalities. And it's one of those – it's like a Hogan versus Warrior kind of situation. Not not to, like, the magnitude of, like, of the boxing, but just them being likable guys. But uh, it was a good card. I, I mean, listen, man, Pitbull – Pitbull was a monster in the undercard. Now him and uh, Tank Davis, woo, that's gonna be a good one. And they do that again, woo, that's gonna be. A good that's one. gonna be a. That's good. That's gonna be a major pay per view show. That, that that's gonna be a show for your, for your ass right there. You know, it, it, I, I, I'm I'm not even looking forward to the Triple G fight and Canelo fight again. I, I really don't care about that one anymore. It's like two years too late for me, but. Uh, it, it, 
But to see um, Davis and Pitbull, oh, yeah, I want to see that again. And, yeah, that's gonna be you know, I'll put money on that one, though. Yeah. And shout out to Dom and, and Chandler. As a matter of fact, I can I say one ask those guys one, one quick question about their, their football team? And how do you feel about the Justice season, uh, Dom and Chandler, real quick before we get off, man? And we'll, we'll reconvene with the basketball next week. We'll make some time. Man, while the, while the Jets time. had a hell of a draft, they may have been, it's between them and the Eagles, of who had the best draft. Yeah, but, man, yeah. do they have a rough – they got a rough schedule, guys. Man, I don't see a break in the first eight weeks. <clears throat> Not one break. I say fire Bob Salah. Uh, <laughs> um, the fact that Denzel Man is still on his team, but he refused to use him still pisses me off. Um why you? Why would you keep somebody that you're not going to? Use? Why are you taking up a roster spot with a player that you have shown us definitively that you do not like and will not play, just to prove what that, that you're in charge? This is the same guy who refuses to address refer this player by name, the player. Go join Bill Belichick. Okay, <laughs> you ain't won nothing. All right, so listen, I can't wait for him to get fired. So that's kind of where I'm at. I've been out on him since they hired him. I'm definitely out on him now. And I'm just glad Andy Ruiz uh, started eating salad so he could become a boxer. I'm just going to say, Ruiz beat Joshua, you know, fat, though. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, um, yeah. I'm in, you know what? Um, I just looked at that Jets schedule and I was like, "Ow!" <laughs> um, the Giants one is not that much better, and, 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 and I'm, I'm not expecting you know a lot, but I am hoping for the best. And you know, I, I look forward to you know to hearing every Sunday the you know the roundtable um, to hear the reactions because you know that's probably the best part of the Sunday afternoon is just hear the reactions you know from our fellow stakeholders. On the on the blue blue show on the big blue round table because that's some that shit is so much fire that you, you know it's crazy but um uh what am I gonna do about these Yankees anyways um look about Facebook Twitter Instagram man yeah we we'll be back with the baseball next Monday on top of that man I mean I got a lot to say about that not enough time yeah. I'm gonna come back let's go back in eight days just the uh, the Heat the Hornets. The uh, the Wizards, that, the Hawks, that division, the Southeast. Uh, now, are you about to say something real quick? Is we uh, out of time? or? Uh, when you said the Yankees, man, they started those diving fast and a Porsche going from zero to 60. But they're not in a bad, they're not in a bad space, guys, and they're going to get healthy. So we'll be fine. Right on. Right on. So That's why I keep telling myself before I go to sleep, bro. I tell myself that every night before I go to bed, the Yankees will get healthy, they'll get better. The Yankees will get healthy, they get better. Then I pray to the Lord and I go and, and I go to sleep crying still. <laughs> you well, they could be the Mets. Can you dig it? You're right. No, 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 no. no, no, no. He's right, though. We could be the best. Yeah. Who's damn near tied for first place now? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right on. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we now are. Can, dig it. can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
bleep bloop bleep with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.